0: It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN.
1: If you would have told me last week that four teams in the Big 12 were going to lose, oh. my guess would not have been Baylor. TCU, Texas Tech, West Virginia, yes. For sure. I would have predicted West Virginia. Yeah, that was a gimme. But TCU losing to Colorado. Colorado being so damn good offensively. Yeah, they were dominant. I mean, I think we all forgot Dylan Edwards was going to play on that team and how electric that kid is. I,
2: I mean, I didn't forget but I, I, I kind of did. I
1: didn't expect four
2: touchdowns,
1: dude. I thought he decommitted from three other schools <laughs> since we last heard from him.
0: <laughs>
2: For real. And then that guy, Travis Hunter, is the truth, man. That I'm guy playing, is
0: so good. The thing that surprised me the most about that game, beyond Travis Hunter's performance, the fact that they didn't have to go all that very deep in their roster. Right. I really thought on a hot day in Fort Worth that they were going to have their depth on display and it was going to be problematic. And it wound up not being as such. They kept their main guys in place and pulled it off. Now, can you do that for a full season? No, but it worked for week one.
1: Yeah, Colorado needed three guys to steal the show, and now they have the most swagger in the country. For sure. Good God. I took one game, and of course, you know, you have your head coach and Deion Sanders calling everybody's bad takes, let's just put it that way, bad takes on Colorado heading into the year where they had to completely remodel the roster, and then they show up in Fort Worth, Texas, and they're winning at the end of the first quarter. The, the TCU students are chewing out. The, the Colorado players coming on the field and not very, acting very TCU-ish. <laughs> no,
2: no. And then, no,
1: not, not, not Texas Christian. And, and then Hunter goes out there and backs it up. You know, with Sanders at quarterback and and then Hunter playing both corner and playing wide receiver, the the Heisman odds, you know, those have changed over this last weekend. But I tell you what, oh Hunter playing both sides of the football, I think out of anybody – this past weekend got my attention outside of Manhattan, Kansas. It was that kid. That guy. Just his dominance of not coming off the field and playing both sides of the yeah. football. And it was 100 degrees in Fort Worth, Texas. Not
0: needing an IV.
1: Yeah. And not even showing an ounce of fatigue. No. that That's that's off the charts Absolutely. impressive.
2: Absolutely, He lived up to the billing. So did Dylan Edwards really lived up to the billing. I think, of course, I'm going to say I'm just going to be the guy. Um week one, how many times has some team come out week one on fire and you go, uh oh, here we go, and then the the season hits and well that's things the thing. Change.
1: I mean, I, I never ever judge a team by their first game. First of all, Colorado's defense was also not good. No, it wasn't. I mean, let's not forget no. that. Yeah. Other than of course Travis Hunter Travis Hunter, who had that crazy interception. Right, Right. Uh, plus, you but TCU made their own mistakes. You know they're kind of like Clemson. Uh, you know what we saw from Clemson last night, where mm-hmm. they're knocking the door. They probably should have scored, and then they shoot themselves in the foot. Oh, now, d- Clemson
2: should have scored at least three times yes. last night, and it was
0: like oh boy. Well, not only that uh, with that game, but you know, back to TCU on it on that for a moment. That really was interesting to watch them adjust uh, as the game wore on to the tempo, trying to slow it down, trying, but it wasn't their game. But Colorado had them in a position where they couldn't slow it down and be effective because they found themselves in a hole. Right. Had they been able to slow it down with a lead, maybe a different story. But the fact that Colorado put them behind the eight ball all game long, nothing they did worked.
2: And, and that's where you're like, is this a, is it a fluke? That doesn't really sound like it. I mean, really, they really they controlled that game, and it's yeah. just insane to say about TCU from what you saw last season. Colorado having a brand new roster, they came out and they were not intimidated by the moment one bit. They they shared that swagger from that head coach, man. They they're ready. They're ready for every game.
1: Yeah, and what a great thing for Fox to have. This coming Saturday, another big noon, and it, now it's Nebraska coming to Boulder, old Big 12 rivalry. Dude. Doesn't matter that Colorado has a bad defense. They showed on offense that they got some playmakers. And with them having a bad defense, maybe that makes it, a, it's <laughs> going to make it a better game right. and it's going to be a mo- lot more eyeballs on the game. I, I don't think Nebraska is going to go in there and, and surprise anybody.
0: Uh, I, I will admit to eating crow because in the cell before the game, they made a comment about all eyes, Gus Johnson made a comment about all eyes being on that game, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, to watch it be a 42-7 to blowout.
2: Uh-huh, and look at what we got. I um, mean, the numbers for that game this weekend are going to be nuts. Well,
1: and everybody on Saturday was clicking over to that game anyway. All The rest of the games in that 11 o'clock window were blowouts. Oklahoma was blowing the doors off of Arkansas State. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got out to like a 28 nothing lead quick. just like that, quick. Yeah. That game was over early. Everybody was changing over to Colorado TCU because – Colorado just came out playing. Whoa, actually, they, they scored a touchdown on their first drive. Mm-hmm. The thing is, Colorado was so unpredictable at that yeah. point. You know, you're just yeah. going in on a clean slate. It's a new coach, a ton of swagger. But are they going to actually go out there and perform well? Offensively, they absolutely did, and that I gotta say was, you know, if you're Brett Yormark, how do you react to that? Honestly, that's got to be a gigantic smile. On oh his face. yeah,
2: dude, come on down, Dion. Those jerseys too were nasty, and shout out White to the. Helmet, yeah. Those were, na- I mean, all whites. Wow, they look great. Um, also, looking great. I don't know about you guys, but that score, uh, that um, the score and time bug for
1: Fox.
0: I love that. I, I, I love right it.
1: awful right here. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mixed reactions. Yeah. I'm fine with it. It's cartoonish. It is, but it I'm is. fine it's, it's with it. It's video gameish. Like it.
0: It's like video it. gameish. It's like the 1990s EA.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, check well, that out. That's cool, man. man. I honestly like. The old, You're in the game. Like the old ESPN scorebook they used to have. It was just like that big block. It was in the corner of your television. Yes. Depending on who had the football, where they were going, it'd be in opposite corners or whatever. Like, I don't know, maybe even back then that may have felt like a little bit too much. Like the score would turn, you know, it was like a rotating doorway. Like, what is this? This is a lot, you know, (laughs) it it is a bit over the top. I don't mind a little bit over the top. You know, Fox, it's their own brand. It's the way they're separating themselves, whatever.
0: It just from a design standpoint doesn't hold up for getting good information. I, you want to know how many timeouts there are? You got to do some figuring you on that. Do
2: that is a thing. I really that I I really was like, oh, <laughs> that is a little bit too much. Um, I I felt like. Especially that game, I needed to know. You know, you kind of
1: needed to know. Let, let me point this out about that Fox scorebook. By the way, welcome to the game. Mitch Whitman, Troy <laughs> Coverdale, David G., A.J. Shaw is on our board today. I'm setting settin the over-under uh, with this being his first time on the board by himself. Mistakes at three and a half. Right on. Uh, where we'll, we you are going to critique every move he does make. <laughs> I, I can recall watching games with my dad, I mean, in the last few years, and, you know, he's in his 60s. Not to talk, I'm not talking trash on the guy, but sure. he, he's he, he got the reading glasses, right? Sure. Uh, and ESPN has a small bug, you know, just that bar on the, uh, uh, on the bottom there. And there's a lot of times he's like, what, 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 how much time is left on the clock? You know, Fox has a much bigger score bug. They you know, do. maybe for an older audience, that is much more preferred. It's quite clear to tell if there's a flag, what down in distance is, the quarter, the time the score, you know, and the, even they're showing, you know, it's very clear what the penalty is. You that's know? a good I, point. I, I like wow, that. Wow,
2: that's a good
0: point. The basketball one they do is absolutely horrendous because it eats up a whole quarter of your screen. Mm-hmm. But where ESPN has overdone with the uh, smallness of theirs becomes because at a point they figure everybody's watching on a big TV. Yeah. And so they think that it's going to look okay on that 55 incher. Well, not everybody's got a 55 inch TV oh. that they're trying to watch on. Some folks have the multiple views. They're, 100,
1: they're 150, 200 bucks. Or, get or one, guys, or, get they're, or
0: they're watching the YouTube TV four box, which I heard a lot oh, of complaints about this weekend what? though. Because, I loved it because they were preset. Oh well. Oh, you can't. So pick you the had four so games. you had blowout games in the window, and you couldn't change.
1: Well, that's why uh. I just went to Colorado TCU. I was watching four games, and it was the four games I wanted to watch. Uh. SMU was one of the other games, and. But they were, they turned out to be blowouts. so I just watched TCU Colorado. Nobody and did. and and
0: that's your approach, but a lot of people that were like, No, I want to be able to load my four games true. into yeah, that. I and thought that's how it worked. No. Mm-mm. Oh, hell no. Listen, no you're it's it for free, so yeah, I'm not that's gonna true. complain too that, much. That's true.
1: I, I'm I'm gonna win most often than not with that. <laughs> I, I would say that. Hey, I wanna get to the cats because K State with oh. a with a blowout, shut out victory. Uh, back-to-back seasons. I brought this stat up a, a week ago.
0: By the way, how nice is it to talk football to start okay. a show? Can, Welcome yeah, back we to can the actually
1: season. talk about games. Yes, exactly. My favorite exactly. thing to do, other uh. than just talking about what could be. Exactly. <laughs> I want to talk about what happened.
0: Silly season is
1: over. Can we talk depth chart? Uh, of uh, Third string tight end looking tough. <laughs> <laughs> so... Back-to-back seasons. Casey opens up the year with a shutout. You got to go back to eighty or make that ninety-eight, ninety-nine. Last time Casey did did that. By the way, forty-five, nothing over Semo. Starting on the offensive side of the football, and I'm sure we have a whole bunch of takeaways. and we could really break down the offense. Before that, actually, just remind myself. The actual first people I want to give a shout out to is the fifty-two thousand and sixty-six. <laughs> yes, I'm sure not. I'm sure that's tickets sold. Maybe not everybody showed up. I noticed in the upper deck, wasn't full. But I'm sure, like, you know, who wants to sit in the
0: sun for three quarters? Nobody. Still, those who were up in that upper deck, I salute you. Yeah,
1: for sure. Uh, Third hottest game in K-State football history. By the time we kicked off, 100 degrees. There's Mm -hmm. only been two games prior to that where we kicked off in triple digits, and I got it right here for you. Louisiana Tech in 2000, 109 degrees. Louisiana... In 2013 was 102. I
0: pointed out that out this morning in noting never put a Louisiana team on the schedule again for a home game. Otherwise, you're assured of having 110 degrees.
1: <laughs> or you got North Dakota State where it was 98. <laughs> yeah. But everybody that showed up, you know, third hottest game in program history at kickoff time. Thank you for showing up. That was an excellent environment for a couple of drives and then... It's settled in. (laughs) We're good. Right. We're fine. Nothing to to really worry about. Offensively, 588 yards of offense. Will gets pulled in the third quarter. Avery Johnson comes in. We'll talk about the quarterbacks a little bit later on. But wide receivers, not having Keegan Johnson, they showed up and provided, especially Phillip Brooks and R.J. Garcia, Jaden Jackson having that long touchdown in the first drive. Great connection from Will Howard. And then... The running backs, you had a 100-yard-plus day for DJ Giddens starting the football game. Treshawn Ward gets himself into the end zone. He threw a touchdown. Will Howard had a receiving touchdown, a throwing touchdown, and a running touchdown in the first half. The (laughs) offensive line had a slow start. Let's put it that way. Carver Willis, who's filling in at right tackle, gives up a free runner to Will Howard. Howard gets smacked. And he throws an interception. But really, that was the only real mistake of the ball game. I love that they just kept humming, producing yardage. Fifth most yards in program history took place on Saturday. lot to be happy about. So much, and especially
2: that pick. If there's one thing we know about Will Howard is he can shake off a bad performance. I think those early struggles in his career – and. And quite frankly, let's be honest. A lot of the fan base coming down on him. You know, those I think it's nine games he played. Like people really rode him, and I think he is one of those guys, one of those competitors that is able. To, he he has a short memory, and he goes right back out there, and keeps doing his thing, and keeps chugging along, and is going to keep throwing it around and playing hard. And I love that. I love to see him bounce back. Because the first game's o- got, always got so much on it. A lot of juice. Everybody's there. Everybody's happy. They're celebrating first game. we are got a, a, a small school opponent. Let's blow them out. Let's beat them 100 to nothing. You make a mistake, and it's easy to let those compound and have it end up being kind of a wonky night. And he came back out with, with a smile on his face and was
1: ready to roll. 297 through the air for Will Howard. That's actually, in a way, comical because that's not the third time that Will – has thrown for 290-something, and he's yet yes. to get to 300 it, yeah. passing <laughs> yards. The thing is, though, it, the offense first ring playing basically two and a half quarters, um, and then plus the backups coming in, they still get 588. That's the fifth best yardage in program history. I mean, you're talking – they got at some point this year get to 600. Yeah. 600 yards would not surprise me at all. Ben Sennett having 100 yards, the most receiving yards by a tight end since Jaron Mastrood you got to go all the way back to 2006. The last time I tied in at 100 yards receiving, had exactly that. R.J. Garcia with a buck 19. That, I thought, was very big because no Keegan Johnson. R.J. Garcia, how big would he be in 2023 was a question mark. Mm. That was going to be a big deal if he comes through. Now you feel like you have three solid wide receivers on the field. Now, K-State's not fully healthy yet, but I saw something from the depth. For the wide receivers. It wasn't just him. It was, you know, the freshman coming in and, and coming in and getting catch. Jace Brown, uh, Trey Spivey Trey coming Spivey. in and getting a catch of twenty four yards. The only target he had in the game. Jane Jackson and RJ Garcia both score. You know, Garcia coming up with a couple of big plays. Yeah. Was really nice as well. Uh to the defensive side of the football, to me, I mean, the tackles were really spread out, right? I mean, nobody had. Let me me get my numbers here out in front of me. I mean, nobody had more than uh, than six tackles, and Austin Moore was just playing lights out. I thought without actually forcing turnovers, which K State did it. They almost did with a fumble recovery, Mm -hmm. but the machine was getting in the backfield. He had three tackles for loss. He had four sacks in the game. K State had eleven tackles for loss. It was the what really stole the show for me: defensive line linebackers blowing up the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. leverage, Uso Sayamalu being just a bulldozer that he is. I mean, you had multiple guys. I think I called everybody's name Yeah, <laughs> on Saturday, just about. Other than Daniel Green, believe it or not, he was the only one out of all those guys in the two, nearly three deep, that I did not mention on the PA.
0: Even though he had the Superman act of the night. On the fourth and short, when oh, he yeah. went over the pile.
1: <laughs> yeah. Literally sailed over the
0: pile.
1: I <laughs> gotta do something out here, man. <laughs> you know, even though Daniel Green didn't get his name announced on Saturday, still just, dis- I mean, he was still in there making plays. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't let that say anything bad about him. He was still great. But Austin Moore, really, I really noticed what he was doing. Uh, shout out to hashtag my boy, Asa Newsome, who I thought he made some really nice plays. He had four tackles in the game. Mm-hmm. Jacob Parrish was also another big standout to me because he had the obligation of trying to cover the the wide receiver in Florida, number one, who's very good. Yeah. He's a very good wide receiver. And it wasn't just him he was covering, but Parrish gives up maybe one catch, maybe two catches in the game where he was really trying to contest. Jacob Parrish was also tackling Very well. And Will Lee. Somebody brought it up on social media. Like, every time I say Will Lee on the PA, they should follow up with Willie Wildcat or something like that. no. And even that came up in the post-game press conference. I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm surprised I didn't even even catch that
2: that is funny that yeah not that connection was never made if we're not going to say sauce boss you're not going to say Willie? Yeah. Really wild
1: yeah come on man. i mean i did get quite a few people to yell out sauce boss you did when he had his senior day you did but colby McAllister also getting his first career start because marquis siegel did not play he was suspended for this game I mean, Colin McAllister comes in and shows some flashes. He had some couple of really nice plays. I mean, there really wasn't anybody that didn't, I would say, contribute or have a bad game. It was just a well-spread-out defensive performance. I wouldn't say anything was truly off the charts, although I will say the tackles for loss do stand out. The four sacks were nice, mm-hmm. and it was spread out. Plus, Damien Eli-Leo and uh, Uso Samalo, I mean, those guards... They should get more praise than they do. I think they don't get as much because they don't get as much sacks at the defensive end. But both of them being in on a sack, to me that was a statement. It's
2: huge, man, because those guys, their job is to just disrupt things and crowd things up and muck up that, off, that that line of scrimmage. And so to see those big guys get some shine, especially Uso, he it's just a reminder, a healthy reminder, that is a large human being. And I'm so happy he plays for Kansas State University because <laughs> it must be a beast to try to block that guy. He played lights out, felt good about that. and yeah, defensively, it just looks like a young but really uh, a young but talented and confident group of guys who are playing together, flying around and having some fun you love to see that, especially early, man. That's awesome.
1: Let's take our first break on the game, and when we come back, more on the quarterbacks because the golden boy himself, Avery Johnson, got into the game. He scored a touchdown. We're going to hear from Will Howard and Avery Johnson when we come back on the game. I started the main Frisbee golf club at Cornell.
0: The game. This is madness. News Radio KMAN. Avery Johnson, touchdown Avery Johnson. He's in there with 14.30 to go in the fourth quarter. He scores a touchdown in his first college game.
1: I tell you what, AJ, not, not every day our board op plays a K-State fight song or whatever. When we come back from break, Honestly, that's kind of perfect because I wanted to play that Avery Johnson <laughs> highlight, so it worked. Welcome back to the game. Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, David G., and A.J. Shaw across the glass. Go ahead. There I'm sorry about that. Got <laughs> 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 <It's laughs> the mic on. Yeah, it's about the timing, man, and uh, I figured that was the perfect time. Big win on Saturday, so why not?
2: I like it. I like it, man.
1: Got some intuition. We
2: got a little intuition. That's good. Very, very nice.
1: Well, we got the golden boy in the game as QB2 for the matchup. And by the way, you know, Kleiman did comment on that. Let me pull that clip up here as there's still an or on the depth chart between Jake Rubley and Avery Johnson.
0: We'll once again, play it week by week. Um, I will tell you that that Avery and Jake split a lot of the two reps during the week.
1: But we heard after the game from Chris Kleiman that the coaches, Kleiman and Klein talked about it, and they wanted game film of Avery Johnson. They wanted something to critique, get something on film, something to evaluate and work from, from there. But, my God, after, after Will goes for 297, he catches a touchdown, throws a touchdown, runs in a touchdown, Avery Johnson came in with a lot of hype. And, by the way, got himself a very nice cheer when he entered the game, had climbing after the game at the press conference. When finally somebody asked about Avery, he's like, "I'm surprised that wasn't the first question out of the gate." <laughs> right? I mean, we are so used to the last few years, really, probably more than few years, of whenever we have the headline. And let's be real; like this is probably headline number one from the game. Mm-hmm. Avery Johnson entering the game, but when the headline is backup QB comes into the game, we're used to it being an injury, right? We're used to Skylar Thompson or Adrian Martinez, or if you want to go back further years, if it was a Jesse Yurtz who, or whoever, you know, it wasn't necessarily the best situation in the world. Mm-hmm. But the game was taken care of. Avery comes in. First of all, not just to run the offense, run the offense with backups and a lot of guys his age. That was the smallest note I've ever seen. A.J. <laughs> a- 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 just showed us a note. I have no idea what he said. Anyway, anyway, where was I? Uh, Avery, and, and the opportunity
0: to, to run the offense through the, uh, through the twos, essentially, and be able to run the offense and do things with it. I felt bad for the one defensive tackle who came after oh, him. Oh, dude. Because he literally got within a step and Avery turned on the Jets. Ooh. It was was that beautiful that or was, what?
2: That was such a slick move and it's like we want some stuff to critique him on. It's like, well, good luck. I know a football coach can find anything to critique. <laughs> but oh, and man. there were
0: plenty of
1: things For as sure. this game played out, For but sure. yeah. Well, no, that uh, was the thing of beauty. You bring that actually was about Avery's game that stood out to me the most maybe was that when a rusher was coming towards him and maybe looked like he was maybe going to get a sack in there, instead of Avery trying to peel out and take off as quickly as he possibly can and maybe panic a little bit, he kind of gradually got into mm-hmm. his run, took off, never panicked, and a lot of the times made the most of it. He scrambled and got a really nice pass off to the far boundary On a guy coming back, I can't remember what the wide receiver on that play, I believe it was Jace Brown, that came back and got that ball. Avery was just calm, clue, and collected. Yeah, that was the thing that stood out the most
0: about it, was that he was looking downfield even when facing a bit of pressure. Not once did he take his eyes away from downfield. He never was looking to the sideline. You never felt that he was out of sorts whatsoever with it. No, he was focused on where he wanted to go with the ball and
1: accomplish something well we're going to hear from Avery here in just a moment but first let's hear from qb1 will howard reaction from the victory and we'll also hear from him about Avery getting the game ever had
3: a receiving touchdown a throwing touchdown and a rushing touchdown in the same game i don't think i can ever say that i've done that it was it was pretty cool i don't think about that you know i'm just glad we got the win but I, i guess it is pretty cool yeah What's going through your mind when you hear that play called, and uh, you know that you're probably going to catch a pass? It was pretty cool. You know, I, I we had that play in the in the game plan, and, and I was sitting there, and when when he called it, I was like, oh man, like here we go, let's go. You know, it it feels good as as a quarterback because you know it's like man, you can feel the feel the aggressiveness from Coach Klein, and it makes you feel good because you know you're like foot on the pedal, and let's go do this thing. Connection with Jaden there in the very beginning part of the game. Not just that pass, but how important is he to this offense? Oh, he's huge, man. He, I mean, he stepped up into that role, you know, having Keegan out tonight. Jaden was ready, and he's had a really good two weeks of practice leading up to this. And I was so hyped to get him in in the end zone, man. He's he's a, he's a really good player. Seeing him have the success that he had early on, really good for his mental, and you know, because he's he's special. He really can can be special, and um. Excited to see what he does from here. How would you grade the offense tonight? Uh, I, I would say you know we did a lot of good things. I think we started off a little slow. wasn't perfect by any stretch. Um, you know, anytime you turn the ball over, it's not not a perfect game. You know, you're n- it's never going to be perfect. Um, the good thing is, is there's a lot to learn from and a lot of teaching moments that we can go back and 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 use for the future. What cool was it to see Avery get in there at the end of the game? Man, I was so excited for that dude. I was pumping up the crowd. I was. Uh, it was it was awesome, man. And and anytime you know I, I get to see a true freshman go in the game and and especially. The have the success that he had and i knew he would knocking the nerves off and you know kind of getting that first first down i was like all right here he goes you know he's going to be able to to go from here and i was i was really excited for that kid and he's a special talent man i'm telling you guys he's about as elusive as they come future of k-state football is nothing to worry about as long as that kid's here
1: Once again, that's Will Howard from back on Saturday, Deej. I I, I can't
3: stand him,
2: man. (laughs) (laughs) He's just such a me-first kind of guy. He's got his, like, you know, he's always yapping, running his mouth, talking about me, 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 me. He's just a prima donna, man. It's tough.
0: It's tough to like Big Bill. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what is known in the business as sarcasm. Well, listen, no, I, listen,
1: I mean, he's QB1 yet, you know, it seems like oh, Avery yeah. played four plays and now he's big man on campus.
0: Yeah. Actually, yeah. you know, and Kellis Robinette made a great point about that on on X the, the other evening in stating that, you know, for, for all of the things that happened in this game, what's going to be remembered is, you know, Will Howard scored four different, you know, four touchdowns three different ways. And everybody's going to be buzzing about Avery
1: Johnson. Absolutely.
0: And, Absolutely. and that's exactly well, how it's played out.
1: And, you know, I, I've been saying it for a while, but it was made clear. I mean, Avery's the guy of the future. I, Will said that K-State's in great hands. Once he takes over, once Will's gone, he takes over. You guys are just fine. I feel like this audio is actually pretty anticipated because it's the first time we're hearing from Avery Johnson. Uh, as far as I know, as a cat in a formal setting— uh, there at the Veneer Family Football Complex. So after the game, after Will, after rather Avery Johnson, who throws three of four for fifty-five yards. He also ran in a touchdown, and he had thirty-two yards on the ground. Here is Avery Johnson after the
4: game. Let's hear it. What was it like and, and how are you feeling after game one? It was exciting. I mean just kind of going out there for the first time and getting to play football again. I feel like I haven't played football in a long time, but you know, I prepared all week. CK and Will and Rubley, those, those guys all helped me throughout practice and stuff all week, so I felt like when I got on the field it was just going reverting back and just playing football and doing what I've been doing my whole life. Take us through that uh, touchdown run. Um, well, we had called a play coming off the sideline and we didn't get the look we liked the first time so we just lined up again ran the same play and i pulled it but they had field pressure kind of just made a guy miss and from that point it was just walking into the end zone
3: could you have scripted a better opening series for yourself to start your career
4: you know i just have a lot of guys around me that like to make plays um offensive line did a great job protecting Um, got to hook up with trace ivy and jace brown and young guys like that and just kind of show what we've been doing spring ball fall camp and just kind of what we've been practicing kind of putting it on display for the world to see.
3: Avery, were you nervous at all when they told you you were going out
4: there? I'm not really a big, like, nervous type of guy. Uh, I will say, like, I, I had butterflies, and but I don't feel like it was just nervousness. It was just, like, I just get excited to play football. But, you know, guys around, like, Gilly and, like I said, Will earlier, those guys were just telling me, you know, relax, have fun, and just play football. It looked like you were relaxed. It looked like you were having fun out there. Did you soak it in at all I mean, you hear the student section chanting your name? I mean, how much does that come through while like, you're trying to kind of concentrate on the first time out? Yeah, I mean, when I first went out there and they said, now at quarterback, and then they said my name and you know the whole crowd kind of erupts I just kind of took that moment in for a while and that's probably you know one of the best feelings I've um, had playing football just you know having this whole fan base kind of come around me and um, cheer me on in my first time stepping um, on the field in the bill so um, it was it was a great feeling and uh, it was I'm I'm at loss for words just thinking about it but it was a lot of fun being out there. At what point during training camp did you start to think
3: hey I I might be ready to to play this season?
4: You know I've always been a a pretty confident person my whole life and just having um, people are around me that are confident in what I do and you know when you get a group of guys on the field and they're all confident that you can go out there and make a play then it's just me going out there and doing my job and it, it takes 11 people on the field at once you know whenever we all do that we, we find success.
0: Did you have an idea you were going to be the first one in after Will?
4: Or... Um, yeah I had a, a, a little idea uh, we kind of talked about it a little bit but um, you know credit to Will credit to Jake those guys really helped me get ready and um, helped me perform and helped me get to the point where i am right now so that when i did get in and i did take that first snap that i was ready for it so all that credit goes to you know coach buford ck coach climbing will and and jake those guys really helped me and um, i wouldn't be in the shoes i am today without any of those guys
0: how helpful was it to get in for an extended period to not just quote-unquote garbage time.
4: Really, It was It was actually really helpful. I mean, I was, I was hoping Will would take care of business so I could get out there and play and just kind of, you know, get that first game under my belt because, you know, after you do it the first time, it's just like, okay, now I'm, I'm just playing football again. So kind of getting that first game out of the way and being able to play a few drives and have to deal with, you know, adversity being behind the sticks and... And the whole ups and downs of it, I think it was really good. There was really good learning out there tonight.
1: Once again, that's the Kansas Golden Boy and Avery Johnson, true <laughs> freshman quarterback, who made his way into the game on Saturday against SEMO. The question was asked by Jackson Schneider, who does sports radio in Salina, about, you know, did you soak it in when you ran on the field? And Avery's like, you know, when they announced my name and said, now a quarterback, well, I was standing right next to Avery when he said that. And Jackson's giving that eyeball like, you know, you going to say something here? You're gonna tell him that's you? Yeah, I didn't. Know you that. Do you no, should have just not.
2: like belted it out?
1: <laughs> hey, that was me. That <laughs> was just, me. I was I was a big part of your debut. And
2: now you know what I mean. And just let it rip. And he'd have been like, "Oh, was, oh you were the guy." Like, yeah, yeah. Six
1: four from Mays, Kansas. <laughs> number five, Avery Johnson.
2: Number five in the program, but number one in your hearts, you know. And then like, yeah. Will
1: avery you know like i'm what? not gonna lie when he scored his touchdown i did give him a little bit more on his name than i did everybody else oh my god i know i had a little bit more of the tank even though i kind of wasted a lot or i shouldn't say wasted i used a lot of energy for the manhattan derby game oh and he yeah. didn't regenerate like i thought it would for saturday i was like i didn't have a great game but <laughs> no big deal. you know what can i tell you
2: we ended up last minute not being able to go and we gave some tickets to really good friends of ours who have never been to a KCA game before in their life. They took two of their little girls. And the little girl's favorite part of the game
1: was Willie the Wildcat. No, the announcer. Oh, okay, okay. I
2: swear to God. they They thought that was so cool. And then the parents mentioned, well, you know. Dave knows that guy, and they were like,
0: "Wow,
2: you were a big part of some people's Saturday." And you I don't believe you, that one bit. And you, you thought Troy? you didn't have a good game. They they you were the best part of the game for him. I'm a little I'm a little bit cheesed off that you said you put a little something extra on uh, Avery, you know, and you should have well that for everybody. I'll okay. tell you why.
1: It's because his last name's Johnson. And I I channeled the Keontae Johnson call Uh, for Avery. The John, you know, put a little bit more on Johnson. Johnson,
2: Yeah. Okay. 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 What?
1: Like, I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to do, like, Treshawn Ward. You know, DJ Giddens is pretty natural. RJ Garcia has a great name for it. Yeah, he
0: does. He does. The, The details that go into this as the season wears on. For sure. Right?
2: You know. Is there anybody you're just going to keep it short? Like, if they maybe give you some sass during the press <laughs> time, you go, you know, like, if Trayshon Ward does, you go, and good for a while, can I touch on that
1: Trajan Ward? <laughs> you, well, there was that, that one play where Avery, was his, I think it was his last play, where it's fourth and whatever, and he's going to try to scramble and run it in, where well, he comes well short, he steps out of bounds, but the whole student section thought he had scored, <laughs> Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, Ball carrier's number five. Avery Johnson <laughs> yeah. steps out of bounds at the seven yard line. I uh, like, oh, I got to be there. Anyway, this error is about bad uh, news. One quick question before yes, we take a sorry, break: uh, any concerns about the quarterback position? My my thing would be uh, I didn't. I was surprised you actually have an answer. Go ahead.
0: Uh, no, my one thing would be. Um, mentioned the injury, I know, in press conference today that he mentioned that Jake Rubley had missed the week's worth of practice because of uh, being dinged up. I am curious to see what the situation is in terms of, uh, was this just one of the potential four for Avery on the games list to keep a red shirt, and does Rubley become your number two, or do you go ahead and burn that red shirt and utilize... Avery as your number 2 the whole season long.
1: Like I have said before, I think it still does depend a little bit, but I think in most scenarios you're probably going Avery Johnson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think at this point you're concerned about a red shirt. Kleiman mentioned in his press conference today, you know, there's you know, Will Howard came into that first game or second game or whatever it was in 2020, and they're very fortunate to have him in because when Skylar got hurt – you know, Will comes in. Will had what, those three plays or four plays against Arkansas State? Mm-hmm. Well, at least he had a little bit of experience. He had some live rounds flying at him or whatever. You know, he go, and then he goes in, you know, at least he had a little bit. Well now Avery has more. Right. Than a little bit. As a matter of fact, he might have more already than than Jake Rubley. Not exactly sure. I mean, I'd have to go up and add some plays, but he might actually. He might. Yeah, given given where they utilized him, yes. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll finish up the hour with a brand new Jabroni of the Week after these words. You're home for K-State sports. Good snap and placement. Kick on the way. It is up.